Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Scurries here. Welcome to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. We got ourselves a pretty good show today as we're feeling the aftermath of a mania, WrestleMania. We're going to talk about Dom. We're going to talk about Trish Stratus, Brian Danielson, FTR, Drew McIntyre, plus this week in wrestling history and two parting shots. So without any further ado, let's begin. Excuse there. We begin with Dom, known as Dominic Mysterio, but we call him Dom because he's hard. He's been to prison for six hours. Give me a break on that gimmick. He now has from heat to nuclear heat. Every time before he even gets speedy on the microphone, fans are booing the crap out of him. That's nuclear heat. That's where they just really do not like you. They want to hurt you. They want somebody, some wrestler to hurt you because you're annoying, because you think you're hard, because you've been to prison for six hours, otherwise known as the local jail, and now you know what the hard life is. Please, really, Dom. You got nuclear heat, son. That's not good for you because people just flat out hate your guts. They want to see some wrestler put you out there, son. And Damian Priest can only go so far. Mommy can only take you so far. And, of course, Finn Balor can only take you so far. As far as I'm concerned, Dom is probably the most hated individual in the WWE right now from heat to nuclear heat. That's Dom because he's hard. He's been to prison. <laughs> Please give me a break on that prison stuff. They need to drop that seriously. They need to stop that. But Dom, I got to hand it to him. He's gone from regular heat to nuclear heat overnight, just like that. Mm-mm-mm. Moving on, let's talk about Trish Stratus. Why, Trish, why did you turn on Becky Lynch? Is it the fact that you couldn't handle losing the uh, women's tag team title, filling in for Lita? And what about Lita? Jumped in the back dress room. Was that you, Trish, that did that? Was that you? We'll probably find out Monday, but I got a funny suspicion that has to do with the fact that she thinks that Becky Lynch is better than her, and she can't handle that. The ego can't handle that. We've seen it thousands of times before. Trish Stratus, all she cares about is Trish Stratus. She's a Hall of Famer, you know. And Becky Lynch was did not know her role, according to Trish Stratus, so she had to be put in her place. She's not going to end up on the losing end of it. Where was you at, Becky? In Trish's mind, where was you at to prevent the pinfall? <clears throat> Otherwise... They would have retained the women's tag team titles. By the way, congratulations to Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan, the new tag team champions. They're going to be a pretty effective team in the near future. There's no doubt about it as the new tag team champions. But we'll all find out Monday why, Trish, why you sold out on the fans and you turned your back on Becky Lynch. And I bet you she has something to do with Lita 
getting jumped in the locker room. I got a funny feeling something's going down this Monday on Raw. And finally, let's talk about Riddle. Bro, I'm back, bro. I'm serious, bro. I'm going to get you, Solo Sokoa, bro. Is he going to get serious now? Is he going to get serious? He's got to get serious. Because right now, it's two strikes against him, folks. <coughs> he th- He's on a new trajectory. He's on a new track. He's helping Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens out against the bloodline. But please, let's drop the bro and get serious. Because right now, Solo Sokoa is no bro to deal with. He is a vicious animal. This guy, when he hits you with the Oriental Spike, it is all over, folks. It is all over. That man, Solo Sokoa, is the intimidator as far as I'm concerned. He is the enforcer of the bloodline. So, Riddle, will you? Will he get serious now? He better get serious because Solo Sokoa is no one to play with at all, bro. And that will be Raw for this week. We'll take a timeout here. When we come back, our main story The WWE draft is coming. Is it really necessary? Plus, we'll talk about AEW with FTR and Brian Danielson. More of this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro after this timeout. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers here. Available now on my YouTube channel, www.youtube.com slash paulskyvers are all new episodes of From the Mind of the Nitro and Nitro Memories. First, on From the Mind of the Nitro, I give you my predictions from now to SummerSlam on both the WWE and AEW. See what I think is coming up and have in mind for both organizations right through the spring and summer of this year. Then on Nitro Memories... We, it's part two of our look back at March 1988, WrestleMania four, the title tournament, plus the Honky Talk Man battles Brutus, the Barber BK for the Intercontinental title, and so much more. We'll talk about the background for WrestleMania four, the card results itself, and the aftermath of WrestleMania four. That is from the mind of the Nitro and Nitro Memories. New episodes are up now at www.youtube.com slash Paul Skyvers. And don't forget, next week here on this podcast, I'll give you the date for new episodes of From the Mind of the Nitro and Nitro Memories. Don't miss it. Be there. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers here for Anchor on Spotify. Have you ever wanted to do a podcast? Well, now's the time to do it as we are now a part of the Spotify family here at Anchor. And of course, as always, it's free to set up, easy to use. You can look at analytics and see how your show's doing. You can interact with your audience with polls and Q&As. You can make money off of it. And it streams on all services, Spotify, Google, Apple, and all other streaming services. Now's the time to start your podcast right here on Spotify, on Anchor. Welcome back, everyone, to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. 
Thank you so very much for joining us. Now it is time for our main story this week. As everyone knows by now, the draft is coming in two weeks, and no one is exempt from the draft. Everyone can be drafted either to Raw, SmackDown, or NXT. Hey, we may see NXT star get drafted to Raw or SmackDown or a SmackDown wrestler getting drafted to NXT. Is it really necessary, though? To be honest, is it really necessary? No. Why? Two reasons. One, the brand split's been dead for five years. Why bring that back? There's no validity to the draft in the first place. Which leads me to number two. They always jump from a Raw wrestler could go to NXT like Apollo Crews. Or someone be brought up for a night or two to Raw or SmackDown like Roxanne Perez. So what's the point of the draft? There is no validity to the draft. There's no meaning behind the draft. Uh, And whatever you believe, Triple H says, it will shake the foundation of this company. No, it will not, because it's not necessary. The brand split died five years ago. No one cares. Every wrestler jumps from Raw to SmackDown like it was drinking a glass of water. Really? Really? Is it really that necessary to have a draft? Are you that desperate for ratings these days? Are you desperately running out of ideas already? Seriously, it's not necessary to have a draft. I know you got sold. We all know that now. There is no reason whatsoever to have the draft. Big deal. Oh, my goodness. Shinsuke Nakamura may be going down to NXT. They probably booked it already. It's not necessary. The brand split died five years ago, and they keep frequently doing that every time. So why have a draft? There's no validity behind it. There's no oomph behind it. I'm not excited about it. I could absolutely care less about the draft. The draft is overrated. It doesn't have the sizzle as it was in 2004 and 2005 when the brand split was in effect. The brand split's been dead for five years. Get over it, people. The draft is overrated now. It's boring. No one cares. I don't care. Nobody cares. It's not necessary whatsoever. And that is your main story for this week. Moving on to AEW. Let's talk about Brian Danielson. I got a unique question for everyone. Did MJF make him a heel? Apparently it has because Brian Danielson, when he left AEW to take that brief respite, was a fan favorite. Now all of a sudden he's a bad guy with a Blackpool Fight Club. And they're calling us normal people. We're wrestlers. You're sports entertainers. We don't like you. Yada, yada. Like this screwdriver here. I'm going to stick it in Adam. uh, Hangman Adam Page's eye. Here we go. Really? It's all MJF. He made him a heel by beating him in that Iron Man match. Brian Danielson began to realize what's more important, and that's getting ahead and making the money. Blackpool Fight Club is becoming the bullies of AEW. And now Brian Danielson 
cannot win the AEW world title. So what does he do? He joins the Blackpool Fight Club. Wow. And keep the screwdriver at home, Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson, please. This ain't a Home Depot commercial. Good God almighty. This ain't the Road Warriors putting a spike in Dusty Rhodes' eye in November of 1988. So, yes, MJF made him a heel because Brian Danielson lost to him in the Ironman match back in March of this year. Moving on now, let's talk about Jamie Hayter. What is next for Jamie Hayter? Well, if you watched uh, my latest from the Mind of the Nitro, I made a prediction uh, about Jamie Hayter involving the, her and the outcast. So, my opinion... That's probably going to be next. We might see Riho get a return match against Jamie Hayter. Maybe Taya Valkyrie could get a shot at the AEW Women's title. Or Jade Cargill, because that seems to be the next in line for Jamie Hayter and her AEW Women's Championship. Or maybe, quite possibly, maybe Dr. Britt Baker. It's never too late for her to change to a heel and jump Jamie Hayter, her best friend who has the AEW women's title. So I think those are three distinct possibilities as to who Jamie Hayter will face next for that AEW women's world's title. And finally, here at AEW, let's talk about FTR. They are the two-time AEW world tag team champions. Thank the good Lord they're champions again. One small problem. Look at the tag team division. It looks weak as hell. The Gun Club. Of course, the Gun Club. We want our rematch. We want our rematch. Yeah, yeah, you'll get your rematch. Bang, bang, you lost. Uh, the Acclaimed. Yeah, that should be an interesting battle with the Acclaimed. Yes, they beat FTR, but can they do it again? Maybe, maybe not. Well, we don't know. Maybe they're their strongest team in that division. But who else is in that division? Um, Powerhouse Hobbs and QT Marshall. Powerhouse is the TNT champion. How about the House of Black? Oh, I forgot. They're trios champions. How about the Blackpool Fight Club? Oh, they're too busy being bullies. So really, who's going to really challenge them now for the AEW World Tag Team titles? Best friends? Who knows? But at least for the moment, eight FTR are the tag team champions of the world, and all is right in the world as far as I'm concerned. Congrats to them on being AEW's world tag team champions for a second time. Well, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, it's SmackDown. I'll talk about Drew McIntyre's absence, plus this week in wrestling history and a parting shot, actually two of them this time, more of this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro after this timeout. Welcome back, everyone, to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. Now it's time to go to SmackDown. I got two things on my mind for SmackDown. First, Drew McIntyre. Where is he? Is he gone from the WWE? I haven't seen Drew McIntyre since WrestleMania, have you? Well, there's a couple things that are going out. One, Drew's recovery from injuries. 
He's needing rest. I mean, I can't blame him after a match with Gunther. You'll need a couple days of rest, that's for sure. The other part is right now he is not happy as far as money and creative goes in the WWE. That's what I'm reading. So is he really gone for the WWE? If it's for that particular reason, then the WWE really dropped the ball with Drew McIntyre. I mean, he should have been world's champion by now. And, or maybe the Intercontinental Champion. They just let Drew McIntyre go blowing the breeze. And you can bet if he is actually gone from the WWE, then AEW will certainly pick him up. No doubt about it. Drew, Think about this. Drew Galloway, the future of professional wrestling, is here. He wants MJF. He wants that AEW World Heavyweight title. Or maybe Drew Galloway takes on Wardlow Mm. or Powerhouse Hobbs for that TNT Championship. Mm. That sounds very interesting to me. So if Drew Galloway or Drew McIntyre is gone, then Drew Galloway could be coming to AEW if that happens. We'll just have to wait and see. Moving on now, let's talk about Rhea Ripley. Her time is now, folks. You can see it. The fans know it. Her time is now for Mommy to be be the dominant female wrestler on the WWE roster. Everyone's now talking about unfinished business with uh, the EST, Bianca Belair, maybe a champion versus champion match at SummerSlam, maybe down the road. Who knows? But you know, and as well as I do, her time is now. And when she decides to defend her championship, she is going to be ready. She is the head of the Judgment Day now. Whether you like it or not, she is now the leader of the Judgment Day. as she is the only champion on their stable as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, Rhea Ripley. Her time is now on SmackDown. And that is SmackDown for this week. Excuse there. Now it's time for this week in wrestling history. On April 13, 1990 in Tokyo, Japan, Hulk Hogan defeated Stan the Lariat Hansen. I saw that match. That was brutal. The Hulkster coming up with a clothesline to beat Stan Hansen. On April 9, 1978, in Charlotte, North Carolina, the Nature Boy Ric Flair defeated Mr. Wrestling 2 to become the United States Heavyweight Champion. And finally, on April 12, 1987, in Baltimore, Maryland, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes and Nikita Koloff defeated Tully Blanchard and Lex Luger to win the Jim Crockett Sierra Memorial Cup Tag Team Tournament for 1987. <clears throat> I saw that match on tape from Turner Home Entertainment. Oh, what a great tournament. What a great two-night event in Baltimore. Real exciting stuff. Perfect timing for professional wrestling at that time. This was coming off the heels, of course, of WrestleMania three. And also on that particular night in Baltimore, Ric Flair defeated Barry Windham to keep the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. And that is this week in wrestling history. Excuse there. 
Now it's time for parting shots, and I got two of them. One, let's talk about Brock Lesnar turning on Cody. Why, Brock? Why did you turn on Cody? Apparently, Brock did not like to be first on the card and Cody being in the main event. What a lame excuse is that? Is that how you're going to cre- book this feud? Oh, I hate the fact that I'm first and Cody was last against Brock. That should have been my position. No, it was not. You were taking on Omos. That was a horrible match. Putting on last. That's the reason why you're angry at Cody. You're angry at Cody because Cody got more fanfare than you do right now. And you're pissed about it. Big deal. Brock Lester. Oh, I'm going to get Cody a backlash. Feel the power of the beast. Please. Will you give me a break on that? I say Cody pulls off a win somehow against Brock Lester. I mean, give me a break. Brock, um, I'm upset because Cody was on last and I'm on first. Who cares? Who cares? You're going to come up with a better storyline than that creative as to why Brock turned on Cody. Jealousy over the fact that Cody gets a shot? Yeah, that works. Not placement of their matches at WrestleMania. Oh, lame, lame. Finally, AEW's big announcement is our last parting shot. They're going to have All Out in London, England at Webley Stadium in August. This is huge, people. This is huge. They've already pre-sold 50,000 tickets or already 50,000 people pre-registered, excuse me, to get tickets for the show. 50,000 already after the announcement. That is huge, people. Like the WWE did for WrestleMania, if AEW can pull this off and sell out Webley Stadium with the right card, the WWE sale is going to be secondary compared to this. I'm telling you, the WWE sale will be secondary if AEW gets this right and all out at Webley Stadium. I'm telling you, they're going to keep talking about it for months and months to come if they can pull off right in August. I'm telling you, this is what works. And that is my parting shot for this week. Now, don't forget, coming up in two weeks' time on Thursday, let me check that date one more time, Thursday, uh, April 27th, we'll have a very special edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. As we will go back to the very first year, the founding of NASCAR in 1948. What was wrestling like in 1948 when NASCAR was first formed? A very special 75th anniversary of NASCAR edition of Saturday evenings with the Nitro. Looking back at what wrestling was like in 1948, that's going to come out on Thursday, uh, April 27th. Then after that, there will be no Saturday evenings with the Nitro until the following Saturday after race weekend, and that will be in May, on May the 6th. That's right, May the 6th. That will be, actually, it will be Sunday, May 7th. Excuse me, because, of course, backlash from San Juan, Puerto Rico will take place, and I'll have my post-pay-per-view report from backlash on the 7th. Just want to get everyone up to date as to what's going on with Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. And with that, that ends this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro.
Thank you so very much for joining us. Until next time, I am Paul the Nitro Scarvers here saying so long, everybody.